It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed. This Lockdown Podcast is brought to you by Home Chef. Now that the novelty of the new year has dwindled down, how are your resolutions coming? One of mine was to order less, take out, cook more at home. But I'll be honest, I haven't been consistent. That is until I found Home Chef. Home Chef provides fresh ingredients and chef-designed recipes conveniently delivered to your doorstep to simplify the cooking experience and without robbing you of the joy of putting a dish together yourself. I'm Pescatarian, and they cater to a variety of dietary needs. I had this super refreshing ginger sesame salmon, a beautiful trout dish, and a super comforting shrimp and vegetable orzo dish, all of which took me less than 30 minutes to put together. For a limited time right now, Home Chef is offering all of our listeners 18 free meals, plus free shipping on your first box, and Free dessert for life at homechef.com slash locked on. That's homechef.com slash locked on for 18 free meals and free dessert for life. Homechef.com slash locked on must be an active subscriber to receive free dessert. This is the Locked On Bengals podcast on a Friday. I'm James Erpine. It is great to have you in. If you're new to the podcast, well, just a little bit about me. I'm James Erpine. I work in Cincinnati for ESPN 1530-700-WLW, and I'm in the Bengals locker room every week. We do this podcast daily, and it's to peel back the curtain and give you a sense, an idea of what it's like, give you an in-depth look at Bengals football, different perspective, a unique perspective. From all I know, or, or as far as I know, we are the only daily Bengals podcast out there, and just a look ahead to the offseason, I can't wait. There's going to be a ton on tap draft coverage, who the Bengals' next head coach is going to be, and so much more. But let's talk about Sunday. And by the way, you can subscribe on iTunes, the iHeartRadio app, Megaphone. And as always, keep it locked on LockedOnBengals.com. I'm on Twitter, at James Erpine, and at LockedOnBengals. And, and thanks to all of you that are following right now, 5,589 on Twitter following it, and that's that's great. A uh, little over 500 following Locked On Bengals. We're close to that 600 mark, 580. Let's see if we can get there before the new year. It's great to have you in. Uh, th- this will be a shorter podcast today, but I-, I want to discuss a few things. I think it's important before we look ahead, we look to Sunday, not past Sunday. We look at Sunday for what it is, the final game of the Marvin Lewis era. And for all of the bad that the past two years have brought, a total of 12 wins after having 12, a 12-4 12 and four record in 2015, I'm going to think back on Marvin Lewis and remember the pre-Marvin days. I remember the days when the Jacksonville Jaguars would roll the Bengals by 45 points, when they would hold them to seven points. Yeah, that was 99. I remember the days going to Paul Brown Stadium and being happy that the Bengals had lost by six points. Why? Because they kept it close. There was a perception about the Bengals that was the reality. 
You, all you have to do is ask players that were here prior to Marvin Lewis in 2003, and they got Bengalized. They might have drafted the right players, talented players, and yet they always seem to go down the wormhole that was the Cincinnati Bengals. Following a 2-14 and season, the Bengals fired Dick LeBeau. Think about that. Dick LeBeau is known as one of those awesome, amazing coordinators, and he couldn't cut it here. He couldn't change the culture. He couldn't get it right. And Marvin Lewis did. So when you think back and you look at it and you say, oh, anyone's better than Marvin because some fans think that way. Some do. Not all, but some do. Understand that in this offseason, whoever the next Bengals head coach is could be better than Marvin Lewis. You can also do a lot worse than Marvin Lewis. That is the concern. That's something I worry about. That's something others should worry about because who knows? Mike Brown's the one who hired Dave Shula, right? Mike Brown's the one who brings, who's brought in these coaches from Coslett to Dick LeBeau. Like, not every coach works out. Hugh Jackson is getting toasted in Cleveland. A lot of us viewed him as a better head coach can, coaching candidate, would have praised the move at the end of the 2015 season if the Bengals moved on from Marvin Lewis and brought in Hugh Jackson. That's just the bottom line. So while I'm convinced that this is it for Marvin Lewis, I just want to take a second to acknowledge here on Locked On Bengals what he's meant to the organization, what he's meant to the city. The Marvin Lewis Foundation has done a lot in the community. He changed the perception. He changed the reality of what Bengals football is. He raised everyone's expectations. Everyone expected playoffs, expected wins. And he brought them. Over 500 record. The Bengals, in the 35 years pre-Marvin Lewis, guess how many times they made the playoffs? You want to guess? Seven. Guess how many times they've made the playoffs with Marvin? Seven. So, yeah, you can whine and go down the wormhole and say, oh, well, he didn't win any playoff games. Sure. But let's let's do that because we have a little time. Let's do that. Let's discuss the playoff games. And I didn't prepare this. I don't have anything in front of me right now, but I remember every single playoff game, and they all hurt in their own way. 2005, can anyone blame Marvin Lewis for that? His starting quarterback, torn ACL. Carson Palmer, Peyton Manning 2.0. Like, honestly, he was up. Carson Palmer was considered in the same breath as Brady and Manning. And yet, tears his ACL, Bengals lose to an inferior. And I will say that. They would have beat the Steelers that year. They would have won that game in my mind. I think they would have lost to Indianapolis the next week. I think they would have went to Indy, and their defense would have got roasted. Their offense would have scored a lot of points. But they had lost to Indy earlier that year, 45-37, and I think that would have been the case again that, that next week. But either way, what that does is it, it put Carson Palmer's development, that whole offseason was to getting that knee back. And he came back, and, and the most excited I was to watch a preseason game in my life was that next year in Green Bay. Uh, they play Green Bay. I think I think it was here, but in Cincinnati. But they played Green Bay, and Carson Palmer comes out in the preseason and throws three touchdowns. And I was like, oh, my God. The Bengals have Peyton Manning. <laughs> the Bengals have Peyton Manning. And 
then at the end of the 06 season, it seemed like they were going to make the playoffs. Shane Graham misses a kick. 07, they get banged up, go 7-9, and nine, and now you're left wondering what the heck is going on. And everyone collected their breath going into 08. What happened? Well, 2008, Carson Palmer essentially hurt the entire year. They didn't win a game until, I believe it was week 9. They started the season 0-8. That I do know for sure. 2009 was a lot of fun, though. And that was the obviously the second playoff berth in the Marvin Lewis era. And by the time they got to the, the playoffs, I had zero confidence. It was like they were limping in. Honestly, that team remind me reminds me a lot of this year's Baltimore Ravens team. Yeah, they had Chad Johnson, but he was, wasn't as effective as he had been in years past. Was still really good, but wasn't as effective. They had Carson. They had Cedric Benson and nothing else. Seriously. Like, that was the team that just had enough. And they had the Chris Henry tragedy. And, and when that happened, I, I just – I talked – because I wasn't covering the team then or doing anything like that, working with the team close to the team. It was just strictly fan-based. But I, I've talked to those who were then, and they knew going into that playoff game against the Jets that this team it was just run down and tired of, of the, the grind, not only of football, but the mental drain that the year had, had placed on them. 2010 was the biggest letdown I've ever had as a Bengals fan. I thought that team, because the biggest thing they needed, TJ Hushman's out of leaves after 08, right? And, and you're like, okay, they got Lavernius Coles. And I thought that was a good signing at the time. I was like, oh, well, Coles should be able to help him and Carson Palmer never got in sync. Lavernius Coles, a smaller wide receiver, just never got a, a good rapport with Carson Palmer. But 2010, I was like, well, T.O. just made Ryan Fitzpatrick look good. In the year prior, Ryan Fitzpatrick was throwing bombs to T.O. in Buffalo. So I said, okay, T.O. on one side, Chad Johnson on the other. This team, as long as they run the ball, this offense should score a lot of points. They had just added Adam Jones, who I thought was going to make an impact. This defense had been a big reason why they made the playoffs in 09, and they won four games. <laughs> in the four games they won, I mean, it was just such an ugly, awful season from the get-go they squeaked out a, a win week two against Baltimore to even it up one and one after they got beat down in New England and Foxborough and they could just never get in sync they lost to Cleveland that year early they lost to Tampa Bay and Bruce Gradkowski early never got in sync in that one and then 2011 well it's a, it's a new t- new sheriff in town new ideas right it was it was like a complete 180 a breath of fresh air. Andy Dalton comes in. A.J. Green comes in. Chad Johnson's in New England. Carson Palmer threatens to retire. And I think the Bengals, what they did is they changed their philosophy. Just a bit. They gave Marvin a little bit more power. And Mike Brown, I think, made less decisions. I, th- I think he started making less decisions in 08. And, and he still signs off. But I think he takes the advice a little bit more. I think he's a little bit more open-minded. And we've seen that as recent as this year when he fired the offensive coordinator midseason for the first time in franchise history. But playoffs in 11, happy to be there. They go, they lose in Houston. J.J. Watt has a huge interception return for a touchdown. Now, the 2012 playoff run, I'll get to in one second. By the way, I'm James Rapine. This is the Locked On Bengals podcast. It's great to have you in. We're just kind of recapping it. Why not recap 
the Marvin Lewis era, all the 0-7. This isn't a highlight in a bad way. We're just going year by year because ultimately Marvin, what he did here, it's, it's, a, it's a hell of a lot better than what it was. And that does that mean that he, he did exactly what he was brought in to do? No. But this, it, this podcast designed to applaud Marvin Lewis. So Marvin, thank you so much for everything you've done for the Cincinnati Bengals, for the community of Cincinnati. And if it is your last game Sunday, we, uh, we appreciate everything you've done here at, uh, at the Locked on Bengals podcast. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match with Indeed. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed. I'm James Erpine. Let's dive into it. So 2012, they go back to the playoffs, have to go back to Houston. And I think this is it. I think they have a better chance. And then A.J. Green doesn't get targeted in the first half. Doesn't have a reception. And and I'm like, what the hell is going on? Why aren't they getting the ball to Randy Moss Jr.? Why aren't they doing that? They're throwing to Jermaine Gresham. And by the time they got the ball to A.J. Green, it was too little too late. I'll never forget the Andy Dalton ball, though. He just misses A.J. Green, they're down, I think they were down five. I think it was 19-14. Two minutes and 45 seconds ago or so, and Andy Dalton lobs one deep. A.J. Green double move, beats his man, safety late getting there, wide open, and Andy Dalton overshoots him in the end zone. Would have been a potentially, potentially the game-winning touchdown, and I wonder how different we're talking about Marvin Lewis, Andy Dalton, and A.J. Green if that ball is completed. Fast forward to 2013. They have a home game now. Home playoff game. This is it. This is it. They're going to do it for the first time since January 1991. The Bengals are going to win a playoff game. They went to San Diego and beat them a couple weeks prior. San Diego coming here and the letdown. Giovanni Bernard fumble. Andy Dalton fumble. The team lets the, the San Diego Chargers run all over them and boom, just like that. Marvin Lewis drops to 0-5 in the playoffs. Andy Dalton, A.J. Green, 0-3. And we're left wondering if they're ever, ever, ever going to win a playoff game. 2014, well, this was the game that no one needed to watch because we all knew the outcome. The Bengals hung tight in this one uh, against the Indianapolis Colts. Despite no A.J. Green. Despite a, a season where they didn't have Tyler Eifert or Marvin Jones. I mean, they they were rolling out Rex Burkhead and a bunch of different guys like that. that this was the Jeremy Hill season. This was the reason we thought Jeremy Hill was going to be good. And it turned out that he it didn't pan out, right? But he carried them to the playoffs that year. They get to Indy, hang tough. But I'll never forget this throw by Andrew Luck. He rolls out, pressure, gets hit. And as he's going down, he flicks it 35 yards downfield on a, on a rope into the end zone. Boom, touchdown. And that, that did it. I think the Colts won that game 27-10. And then the 2015 season. What a magical season it was. They started 8-0. It felt like they were one of those upper echelon teams, no doubt about it. The roster was great. Andy Dalton was playing turnover-free football. They were really explosive despite not having a dynamic running game because Jeremy Hill was still in a slump. uh, Or or was his first year of a slump, really. I mean, 2015 and 2016 were dreadful for Jeremy Hill. And obviously this year wasn't much better, but Andy Dalton – gets injured 
and A.J. McCarron keeps the team afloat. And, God, do I really want to go down this road? I know it's heartbreaking to a lot of you. So A.J. McCarron brings the Bengals back down 15-0 in the wild card round, and they take the lead 16-15 on a throw from A.J. McCarron to A.J. Green. And then everything goes haywire from the very next play. Someone didn't tell A.J. Green to get the hell back in there for the two-point conversion, the all-important two-point conversion. So that doesn't go well. They don't get it. They're only up one. Bengals kick off. Steelers throw an interception. Vontez Perfect takes it, dives, picks it off, and that should be it, right? That should do it. First playoff win since 1990. It's over, right? Comeback. Oh, my God. They're going to New England the next week, and no. Actually, that's not what happened. Instead, Jeremy Hill fumbles. Ben Roethlisberger returns from the injury. Vontez Perfect has a personal foul. Joey Porter comes on the field. And Adam Jones gets a flag as well. 30 more yards. Boom. Kick. 18-16. Steelers win. Rip out the hearts of every single Bengals fan out there. And I'll never forget where I was at. I was at my friend's house. And both of us, he does some fantasy football riding, some different stuff like that. Like, he rarely reacts too much to a specific play. But when Vontez Perfect intercepted the ball, we both jumped up and hugged each other. <laughs> because that was it. We they did it. They're going to do it. All of the all of the, the culmination of the 90s in in the 05 with the Palmer injury and the missed kicks and the the missed throws and the inch by inch and all of that had led to this. And it was going to happen despite Andy Dalton getting injured. They were going to beat the Steelers in the playoffs. And then Jeremy Hill fumbled. And then the on the ensuing position, obviously, Vontez Perfect and Adam Jones made stupid plays, stupid moves. And just like that, it was gone. Since then, Marvin Lewis... I don't know what you want him to do. Last year, did you look at that team? The offensive line was struggling with Andrew Whitworth and Kevin Zeitler for the first half of the season. Andy Dalton, he can't make Brandon LaFell a star. He's not Peyton Manning. And A.J. Green was injured. So this team had no running game. It, it was just a, a nightmare. And that's why they went 6-9-1. and one. They could never get over the hump. And this year's been the same thing. And that's why they're 6-9 and nine going into Sunday. Andrew Whitworth, Marvin Jones, Mohamed Sanu, Kevin Zeitler, Reggie Nelson, Andre Smith for a year. Like, all those guys, it, they mattered. And instead of replacing them, they've tried, certainly, in the draft with Cedric Abuehi and all the receivers they've drafted. But so far, they haven't equaled the same. Same production, same level of talent. They might have more talent. I think John Ross, you guys might call me crazy, John Ross is more talented than Marvin Jones. Sounds crazy, right? But no, he is. But we don't know that yet, right? Because he hasn't been out there. And if you're not out there, you don't count. It's like Marvin Jones in 2013. 2014, rather. When you're not out there, team can't say, oh, well, we have a deep threat. Yeah, you got to get out there. So I don't necessarily put the last two years on Marvin. I don't know any coach that would have. Like if Hugh Jackson replaced Marvin at the end of the, the 15 season, and took him into last year, I don't think they get over the hump. Maybe I'm crazy. But Marvin, uh, just to put a bow on this, I know you're 0-7 in the playoffs. A lot of people will remember you for that. 
I'm going to remember this. You change the culture. I'm going to remember your, your silly ass laugh, which I'll, I'll play. I don't have it here at the home office. I'll play it on the podcast next week. I will remember your snarky comments. But I, I also think, and a lot of people don't know this about Mario. I think he's a really good dude. I do. Uh, I think that he's a really good coach. I think he could get a head coaching job somewhere else next year. And I'm not going to completely rule him out here in Cincinnati. Not me personally, but I, I think Mike Brown, who knows what he's thinking. I'm not going to play guessing games with that and try to guess what Mike Brown's thinking. Uh, I asked Dave Lapham to do that yesterday, so go back and listen to that podcast if you missed it. But that's going to do it for me. Thank you so much for listening to the Locked on Bengals podcast. We're on Twitter at James Rapine at Locked on Bengals. Subscribe on iTunes, the iHeartRadio app, Megaphone, and LockedOnBengals.com. I will recap the entire game. We'll, we'll get into it on Monday. Uh, make that, yeah, Monday. We will have a podcast Monday. I'm on um, two, two different shows on Monday, noon to 4 and 4 to 6. 700 WLW from noon to 4 and 4 to 6 on ESPN 1530. So if you're in Cincinnati, tune into that. And until Monday when we will recap the final game, I believe, of the Marvin Lewis era, and I think you're going to hear from Marvin as well. I'm James Erpine. Thank you so much for listening to the Locked on Bengals podcast. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked on podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.